It is with joy that I come to you this day to share with you from the Word of God and encourage your heart as you go out in this day and serve the Lord. Yes, we are looking at this matter, and by the way, from the Bible. I want you to just follow what I'm saying to you because what I'm sharing with you is from the Word of God. This is not just a religious talk. This is some biblical facts that I'm sharing with you, especially those of you who are struggling with this matter, that if the believers sin, you don't know what will happen. Those of you who thinks that if you sin and you just drop down you before you get to say, Lord, I must you go to hell. I want to show you what the Bible says about this matter. Hmm. We are looking this morning at the words of the song that Ron Hamilton wrote. And I love this. The song say, Molding a Masterpiece. And day by day, I look at your life, you who are a Christian, and I can see the potter's hand on you, you and I who are the clay. And I can see the potter just making a masterpiece out of your life and out of my life. And there are times when you know, we may not understand what he's doing. There are times when we, whatever he's doing may cause us pain. Yes, we need to understand that when you are molding a masterpiece, sometimes there are some things that must be shaved or in order to get it in the form that you want it to be in. So he said, Master Potter, why do you labor all day, given such effort to rough, worthless pieces of clay? Why such feeling in your hands? Why such care in every touch? Why all the struggle? Your creation is nothing but dust. Why are you doing this, Master? The chorus said, I'm molding a masterpiece, a work of great beauty. I'm molding a masterpiece, my labor's not done. A trophy, a treasure of worth beyond measure. I'm molding a masterpiece, a masterpiece of love. That's what he's doing with your life. And that's what he is doing with my life. And if you allow the potter to take the clay and take that clay and mold it into what he desire, you will notice not too long from now that great masterpiece that he's molding. I'm sure that you and I can look at many believers and say, what a great God. And what a great job the great God did in that believer's life. Oh, what he or she was before, but what he is now. A masterpiece. 
And he's not through with us as believers yet. He is walking on us. So don't you believe that he is molding you as a masterpiece. And when you make a mistake, he will take you and throw you away. That's not true. No, he will not throw you away. David is a perfect example of that masterpiece that he was molding. And I'm glad that God hasn't polished these things. He let us see them as they are. He helps us to read them as they happen. They're printed in his word so that we can learn from those things and know that we too who do have flaws that we can make it. So what happens when the believer sins? Psalms 51. We must assure ourselves of God's unfailing love and compassion. You see, when the believer sins, the believer needs to stop and assure him or herself of this unfailing love that God has for his children and this compassion that he has for his children. We need to notice that it is important to see that this is the very first thing David did. Look at verse 1 of chapter 51 of the book of Psalms. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness. David stopped immediately and he recognized, watch, watch, the importance of God's unfailing love and he recognized the compassion that God had for him. The very first thing he did David appealed to God's unfailing love and compassion. Now, let me be honest with you. God hates our sin, but he loves us with an everlasting love. Did you hear that? He hates our sin, but he loves us with an everlasting love. Not that he loves us today, and not this evening, and not tomorrow. Uh, he loves us the next day, and not the next day. He loves us when we are good, but not when we are not good. He, he's not in love with us. No, God loves us with an everlasting love. A matter of fact, the scripture makes it clear, and it is amazing that such a verse could be memorized by such a great percentage of the world. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. If no one told you before, if you're listening to this devotion, I want you to know that God loves you. God is the one that created you. Oh, he created you, the scripture said, in his own image. He created you with a purpose. Oh, we were created for his pleasure. May I say to you that he loves you so much that when our forefather Adam sinned and he plunged the whole human race in sin, we all 
became sinners because of him. God loved us so much that he said, I am going to redeem them from sin. Do Adam sin against me? That he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ from heaven to come to planet earth, to live among us in the form of a human being, went to the cross, the cross that satisfied the demands of God in order for us to be saved. He went to the cross, he gave his life on the cross. Oh, he took on the sins of the world. When he did that, his very father had to turn his back on him. When he cried out and said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And I can say to you today, he was forsaken of the father because of the love of the father for us as his children. Yes, that was his son and that is his son. But we too are sons and daughters. And he did not want us to stay out there without that relationship. I am so glad that my father in heaven loved me so much that he made it possible that one day I will be with him. The Lord is not hard as we sometimes make him out to be. May I tell you, he weeps over us and waits to forgive us when we return to him in penitence. If you are listening to my voice today and you never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know that he is calling you today. He's calling you unto him for salvation. Matter of fact, there is no accident that you are listening to this devotion. God loves you. You may feel like you are not loved by anybody, but I want you to know you are loved by the best. God himself is love. He commended his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Would you in turn say to him, I love you. I want you to forgive me. I want you to save me. I want to be with you when you come. Or when you call. He said, if you will confess with him, O the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're not saved, right where you are, right where you are, you can just quietly ask him to save you. Ask him to forgive you, and he will save you. And if you are a Christian, and you've been sinning, and this thing is bothering you, just confess your sin. Ask him to forgive you. And do like David. Ask him to blot out your transgressions from you. And he will do that. Lord, what a joy it is to know that you, our holy heavenly Father, forgives of sin. To know, Lord, that all you want us to do is to confess and forsake. And you forgive. Lord, you even blot out our transgressions from us. Thank you so much. For those who are calling upon you today for forgiveness, I know you will forgive them. And I thank you. Speak to their hearts. Draw them unto thyself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My dear friend, family member, loved one, think of someone that you can share this devotion with. 
who will share it with someone else. And you will never tell how far this devotion will go. Let's saturate the place with the word of God. Do have a great day. Love you. We'll be back with you next morning.